Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Monday, April 21st, 2014, and this is episode six of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. I, of course, am your host, Derek Diamond, and I hope that you all had a very relaxing weekend. I know I certainly did because we had a homestand last Monday through Friday that that kind of took its toll on me because, as most of you know, or those of you that know me, know that I have to drive an hour to and from work every day. But thankfully, I no longer have to do that because I am now the proud owner of an apartment. I finished moving in this weekend, and tonight I'll actually be spending my first night in my new apartment. It's kind of an exciting thing for me just because I've never lived out on my own before, so that's going to be fun to do. And other than that, there really hasn't been anything too eventful that's happened, I don't think. I mean, once when I have work during games, I kind of shut myself off to the news and whatnot. So I know there's the whole Brian Singer sex abuse thing that's going on that he allegedly raped some kid when he was 17 back uh, a few years ago. That I really don't know that much information about, so I can't really give like a formal opinion on it or anything. But I I will say that, and I'm not saying I think he did it, but if he did, then he should be pulled from all publicity and recognition from the upcoming Days of Future Past movie, as well as getting fired from X-Men Apocalypse, which is going to be the next one that he directs. But who knows? I mean, we'll just have to see, and I I would need to find out more information before I could really give any kind of a formal opinion on that. So since I don't really have any kind of interesting story to tell, we'll go right to our two guests that we have this week. This week, we will continue into our world of filmmaking. Today, I will be joined by local indie filmmaker Naraj Trivedi and actress Jalene Vicente. And Jalene was kind of a last-minute addition to the show, which I absolutely had no problem with because both of them were very easy to talk to. I, I love talking film with people, especially those that are knowledgeable about the industry, and the cool thing about doing a show like this is you never know what direction it's going to go in because I was expecting to mainly just talk about their upcoming web series, The Actor Factor, which we talk about in detail, but we also talked about like the industry itself and we ended up talking about the movie Titanic, which I never thought I would talk about on a podcast. So that was pretty interesting to do. Um, other than that, I really don't have that much to say. I mean, it's, It hasn't been a very eventful week for the most part, except for my moving, of course. So I'll quit blabbering, and we'll get right to the Naraj and Jalene interview. I'm now joined along with my two special guests this week, local filmmaker and actress Naraj Trivedi and Jalene Vicente. Guys, how's it going? Good. Uh, thanks, for, thanks very much for being here. I don't know. Thanks for having us. We, we appreciate it. Uh, this is exciting. Yeah. We've never done anything <laughs> like this. I've never done anything like this. 
So yeah, we're actually recording this in my new apartment, and you guys are actually my first guests I have here. I know, and we're so honored. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, Lovely place. I appreciate it. Smell Thank of, you. Of <laughs> fresh paint and freshly steamed carpets. That new apartment smell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Naraj, we'll start with you. You're a local independent filmmaker. What made you decide to get into filmmaking? Uh, man, when, when I was 17, I was sort of, you know, I was in that whole not sure what I'm going to do with the rest of my life kind of, kind of deal. Uh, and, but I loved movies, you know, and I loved movies so much, but I was on this math and science track, you know, I'm Indian. So I had to do, do that. It's taking like seven AP courses and all that other, all, all those other things. And I didn't enjoy it at all. You know, it was just something that I did because I felt that I had to, you know, like people see you a certain way or parents influence you. You have the expectations to do this or that. My best buddy, he said uh, one day we were driving and he loved movies too. And he said that he wanted to be a director, film director. And it was just like a light went off in my head or, you know, like lightning struck. And I was like, that's what I want to do. It's like I heard the call. Finally, um, and then that was it. I mean, that was the the beginning moment of just, you know, it wasn't direct. When I did graduate, I didn't go to film school or anything like that. I went to had to join the, you know, I joined the Marines because my family said no, you can't do that. So, you know, I, I had to break off on my own. But I I came back to it. So because it was just the love of it, you know, I, I loved movies and love movies so much and just love them even more it's like falling deeper and deeper into love with with that so that's it was there any like specific film that jumped out at you and said this is what i want to do um no not not really um which was odd because i just really enjoyed movies but i didn't think too much about them like on a technical level or breakdown the the shots or the styles or anything like that so it was weird because when I did get into film school I had almost zero knowledge of like film of directors and things like that I will say Rocky Rocky is one of those movies that like early on it's just you know everybody loves Rocky yeah (laughs) And, and that's that's always been I come back to it over and over again too like you know um that soundtrack or, or, or that movie or that story about a guy who's just feels like he's a, a bum, quote unquote, and wants to make something of himself. So I would say, man, going back to it, <laughs> Rocky must have, Rocky. Maybe, maybe that was it. Yeah. I don't know. Which one's your favorite? Uh, the first one. The first one. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one and two are, they're pretty close. Mm-hmm. And I, even the, the last one they did, I thought wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like that one, too. Uh, four? Rocky Four is sort of like yeah, a... That's my favorite, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say... Like, I knew you guys I wasn't going to say it, was, it wasn't my favorite, but it was the funnest for yes. some reason. Um, if views can change and eyes can change, then we can no change. No lie, there was a Rocky Marathon on yesterday, and that was the one that happened to be on whenever I started watching it, and I watched that whole thing. Yeah, from the getting to end. It's, yeah, it's really entertaining, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a fun 
It's a fun L- movie. A little heavy on the montages, but it's it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a rock movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is very true. Um, Jolene, what made you want to be an actress? Well, I started very young. Uh, I remember the age of five. I was always been the comedian, <laughs> the center of attention of the family. I would. We have this game called. You probably don't know this, Niraj. But make me laugh. So basically, I'm the comedian, and I'll make my, both my sisters laugh. So I just loved it. So it's kind of like my stand-up comedy at the age of five. And when I went to high school, I joined a school theater and made our own projects, things like that. And then I knew I, this is something I want to do for the rest of my life. And it's always been something that remained constant. No matter what I did, went to school that's non-film related. Yeah. Um, so interior design came here, worked at a bank for years. Mm-hmm. And then it's, I guess it's just, that's me. It's my calling. <laughs> so I accepted. <laughs> yeah. So is the actor factor and we'll get to it in detail in a little bit. Is this your first major thing that you've worked on or have you done other projects as well? I have done other projects. Oh, I cool. mean, like not what? super major, but like, um, when, in 2009, I did book a nationwide insurance commercial. That's my very first national commercial. It's a SAG. Um, although it's only like, um, it, we only shot it for one day. It was one of the coolest things I had to do because like, oh, major production. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then after that, I stopped again mm-hmm. because, you know, I feel like, ah, oh, I have to get a new job, another job that's more of like, what adults do, what they do yeah. on a day to day, you know, being an actor or actress is not really a realistic career choice. So after that, I got back on it. I was laid off from the bank. We were just talking about that. And then I was like, what to do now? And I went back into acting. I was like, screw this. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> yeah. going to stop working and I'll just focus on acting. And after that, I booked a couple of things, which is Increment 2. And then there's another one, another film that I shot last um, earlier, earlier on this year. No, it was last year, I think, but it's coming out this year in August. It's called Let's Be Cops, and it's directed by Luke um, Greenfield, which is the director of Something Borrowed. So I had a okay. pleasure working with him. That's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 I'll ask the same thing that I asked Naraj. Is there like a specific movie or something that influenced you and said, this is what I want to do? Yes. Titanic. <laughs> I was just so inspired by that movie. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, right. I know Leonardo right. DiCaprio since was eating Gilbert Grape, but mm-hmm. Kate Winslet. I knew her from the independent films she used to do, but then when those two actors, great actors and actresses, joined together in one film, considering a great director, yeah. it was just a chair on top. I was like in love with that movie. I remember being, I think I was 11 or 12 and my parents dragging me to the theater to see that. And for the longest time, I hated that movie because of that. But I watched it a couple of years ago. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it's such a tragedy, though. Yeah. It's, oh. Yeah. I, I, I could not stand to watch that when I was in, you know, when it came out. But when it was re-released, what la- year before last, mm-hmm. I think I-, I did watch it, and I was like, "Man, yeah, Kate Winslet like, was, was such an inspiration." It's like, like this is good. And then knowing the backstory about that, like she sent um, James Cameron a letter that she she's like she sent she sent him a rose, 
And she was like, I'm your rose. And it was like those little touch, you know. And then she said, no matter what you do, Leonardo DiCaprio is great. Yeah. He's a great actor. Yeah. And yeah, so she had to audition several times. So it's just that persistence and just the passion and the love of the craft is what drove me to like really want to pursue this. Are you surprised he hasn't won an Oscar yet? Him being Leonardo DiCaprio? Um, I'm not. Is that sad? <laughs> no, no. I uh, think he'll get one eventually, though. He will. He will. He will. He will. He will. I'm positive. He's a great actor. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it. It's like when uh, Martin Scorsese won for The Departed, when mm-hmm. he should have been awarded for like so many other yeah. better films in the past. And it's like, oh, well, we'll, we'll give to him for that. I, you know, I hope that doesn't happen with Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Where it's or, more of a oh, let's give it to him just because he has it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And but also a lot, you know, there there is some politicking that goes on with oh, the Oscars too. Sure. So, like, if he doesn't win one, it's it's not necessarily because he wasn't the best. You know, and I so. think that's the whole thing about the industry too is that. I guess with me, well, I guess I'm going to cross that bridge when I get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now I'm just starting out. But I kind of like don't want to focus on it. So I'm hoping that he has the same mentality of not focusing on just winning an Oscar. Because yeah. I'm hoping that he already knows how good he is. Yeah. And that, think, yeah. you know, he's remarkable. Yeah. And all the movies that he has done. Yeah. I, I, think I I've mean, heard him, it heard, has Leonardo DiCaprio's I think I've heard he him say that several times where he, he just loves doing it. That's so right. it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. And that'll get him it. that that'll get him it eventually. That that's really what it boils down to. You yeah. should you shouldn't do it just so you so you want an award. You should do it because it's yeah. what you want to do and you have fun doing it. Yeah. That's right. And you know, since we're sort of on that subject and that has to do a lot with acting too, uh, that goes with any part of this industry, you know, like booking, booking um, a role or auditioning or for me as a production person trying to get a job or whatever it is, it's like uh, if you have these expectations about what you should be getting um, or why haven't I got this as yet or this, that and the other, instead of just doing it purely for the love of it, you will like drive yourself to be so unhappy because I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, it's like, all about the journey. Yeah, right? exactly. And <laughs> as I keep on going down it more and more, you hear those words, you know, it's about the journey, it's about the process, but to really internalize that. It's and, hard. Yeah, like life will teach you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and until you learn, until you learn Mother that. Mother nature. Yeah. I guess. So, yeah. So, Naraj, once you decided that you wanted to go on this journey of filmmaking, what what was the first thing you can remember that you did production-wise, um, like project that you worked on? I, w- I was in college, and I uh, I had just gone out of the Marines. Uh, I went to, uh, uh, I guess it's Pensacola, not, not Pensacola, Panama City, uh, Gulf Coast Community College. Yeah, I think it's now it's Gulf Coast State College in Pan- Panama City. And I was in a f- film studies class, and it was the only film-related class but there was a bonus project of doing a short film. And uh, so I got a couple of the students ready or together and, um, and, and we shot it. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Like, it, I, I remember one shot where we clearly see a crew member <laughs> like, <laughs> with, with a second camera in the film. And for some reason, we didn't 
pick up on that until we edited it all together and was ready to present it. <laughs> and it's and it's just clearly there. Like she's just sitting there. <laughs> and it was just it was so badly done. Um the story. I've had that happen to me too. <laughs> yeah. And just but it was fun too. It it was fun at the same time, but man, I you know, my, my my hopes were to get into Florida State's film school, which is, you know, one of the top film schools. Yes. And I was like, I, I suck. Like, I am so horrible. Um, but, uh, so that was my very first production that I, that I can recall. And that wasn't until I was, I think I was 22 or 23. So I was like way behind the curve of, of what I felt I should have been, you know. Like, I wasn't one of those kids growing up with the camera in the hand yeah. making movies, you know. So, that that was it. Yeah. I, I feel the same way, too, because I'll be 28 in August, and I haven't really done any kind of major production work yet. Mm -hmm. But Samuel L. Jackson didn't get into movie making until he was 46. Yeah. So, I always think of that. And, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. it's not so bad. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess we can go ahead and move into the actor factor. What what inspired you to do something like this? We want to share how difficult to get into this business. And since we're all friends, we formed this story to be able to share our journey to people. Yeah. And um, it can get dark at times because there's a lot of depressing moments and things like right. that in reality and pursuing acting. Um, so we decided to kind of flip the switch and make it a comedy series instead. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Like, uh, I think w the, the impetus behind it was, um, we had just come off, was it the Atlanta Bound Showcase? We're, 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 we're both represented by AMC Talent and, yeah. uh, with Anne-Marie Crouch. Yeah. And between her and Miss Darlow, who owns the Class X Studio, they they train us and then you know we're then qualified to go on these showcases where maybe we'll get an agent or something like that. Mm -hmm. So we had just done this great showcase in Atlanta. Like I think it was January. A, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. And um, we had such a great experience, and and I remember us being fired up, like like yeah, like you know, <laughs> each some of us some of us landed an agent and some of us didn't, but that that doesn't really matter. It, it's so weird because. Just because you don't have representation or something like this, or they don't book you or whatever, doesn't mean that you are bad. It just means they were looking for something else at that time. So we were all fired up because we felt that we did really great. You know, we represented the agency really well. And considering the fact that all of the people here who are actors or in filmmaking, yeah. um, I realized when I spent quite a few um, trips in Atlanta that the talents here in the Emerald Coast. They're so talented, yeah. and we feel like this is one of the ways that we could show them what we have in this small town. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, we were um, we were so we're motivated. Highly competitive. Yeah, we were so motivated at that time. It's like let's show them something. Yeah. And then because I have a a background in film production, you know, I was like, I could use my film production skills. I, I came into acting almost by accident. It was it was to learn how to direct better. It was to learn about directing. Um, but I just enjoyed it so much and, you know, had success with it. Uh, but my background's in film production. So I said, like, we can do this. Like, I can, 
you know, I put together the crew. Like, I've done this before. Like, I know how to put a production together. So, you know, we... That, yeah, that so we just that. formulated like our yeah. own small community <laughs> yeah, yeah. to make our own projects. That's that's I think that's one of the things that we are lacking here um, because one of the advantages that Atlanta people or like L.A. actors, mm-hmm. you know, anybody Any lar- who you meet that looks beautiful or handsome or somebody who is wearing a suit, you know, they're in film industry or right. an actor. <laughs> you can't throw sort. a rock without, yeah. <laughs> without hitting one of them. Yeah. And um, here, um, it's already hard enough because we don't get a lot of like major films here, major production. And knowing that we have very talented actors yeah. and filmmakers, you know, that, yeah. that I feel like... You, you, have to, you have to form that close-knit group when you're in a remote area. You know, I mean, you, you know, being yeah. up, <laughs> being up there in, in Jay, yeah. I don't know how many people. We even have like this director in Orlando who um, obviously I invited to like our page or Actor Factor page. And he just recently posted on our Facebook page that, you know, everything that we've been doing so far as far as like marketing, like really marketing our series is yeah great. And he said, yeah. you know, keep up the good work. Yeah. And and. I know we're on to something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. have something to offer here. I, I've had an, enough experience to where, like, it's it's about, you know, if you have a small dedicated team, so much so much more effective and better and focused than having like a large a team who are just sort of they're kind of interested but maybe not so like much. The you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So it's, you know, we got some highly motivated people who know that they're talented and want to show it combined with my production skills. And I just, I was trying to um, get better as a writer also. Uh, so all, all, the, all these different talents. And then people have different talents too. Like, you know, Jolene is very, like she, she's like amazing with marketing. Um, our other producer, Adele, she is so like highly organized, and uh, the way her mind functions, it helps with somebody her like me who is really <laughs> who yeah. is so not organized. And she's a model too, uh, mm-hmm. so her fashion sense came into play with design and um, you know developing the looks of the characters. So we had all, we just happened to see that we had all these different skill sets as well um, that we could utilize, and mm-hmm. so it was just like a perfect storm of just you know. Is, is right time, right place, and it kind of happened effortlessly. Um, that it just kind of everybody just kind of like jumped on board. Yeah, like I'm yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You mentioning that there's not a lot of film activity in this area to me is a shame because since I've started working here and I've been in this town more, I drive by places every day and think, oh, it would be cool to shoot something there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's. <clears throat> not utilized yeah that way. yeah this Which is, is a definitely shame. a gem well yeah. that's exactly why gem. and jeline was on the film in 2012 uh me and another producer carrie hunter we mm-hmm. we got in, um we brought down a film that my friend tim driscoll was going to direct and produce and had him shoot about half of it here uh because of these like awesome locations and you know, people were so willing to help us out and everything like that. And, you mm-hmm. know, Jolene saw um, what what we could do. She was on that set, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was it, bl- it blew my mind because it, there was a, a lot more support than I actually had thought 
it wasn't it wasn't easy by no means mm-hmm. but there was a lot more support than i had thought there was going to be and um there were so many locations that were just great to shoot so yeah it was, it was pretty awesome so. so what are some of the locations that you're using for the actor factor or can you disclose that oh yeah I, yeah i think we can absolutely uh, yeah yeah <laughs> um well one of our main objective is because we're showcasing the local actors, we also want to showcase local businesses. Right. Um, obviously, this is a like a s- small budgeted production mm-hmm. to where we figured if we could do a trade-off type thing yeah. that we could actually approach local businesses in exchange for their location that we can help them cross-market their business as well. Yeah. Because we have great plans for this project. Um, we're taking one step at a time, but one of the, the locations that we have that we actually just recently locked down was a local cafeteria in Niceville. Um, it's Cafe Liquid. Yeah. And they just recently opened up. It's this cute little coffee shop and they have great reviews on Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is the coffee shop. <laughs> just the way the actor factor is written. I'm like, I can yeah. only see us in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so we just walked in there, talked to the owner, chatted with her a little bit and Knowing me, my sales persona just came out and I was like, hey, yeah. um, I would like to speak to the owner. Do you have a business card or something? And she's like, well, I'm the owner. I said, oh, okay. You and I need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, okay, let me just put this frappuccino down or something, yeah. you know? And then she came back and sat with me and the, uh, the another producer, Adele. And then we started chatting a little bit yeah. and we presented the idea. Yeah. Did a, a minor proposal. Yeah. <laughs> Showed her our IMDb as our individual IMDb. This is before we got our IMD like Actor Factor IMDb. Yeah. We have our own individual. Yeah. Showed his um, production experience experience yeah, to is, her and yeah. our website, my own personal website. Yeah, and she was on board. She's like, mm-hmm. I don't know why would I say no to this. She said, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like our plan of attack is to join forces with the local businesses who might need help mm-hmm. marketing their business as yeah. well. Yeah, that's, that's a really and, good idea. You know, yeah. So um, It's, uh, you know, the, the name of the game, cross-promotion. You know, mm-hmm. they need to get something out of it too. Um, and so that's one way we can help them. One of the cool things is that when we wrote it and started developing the story is that we, we sort of knew we wanted it to be easy for us. You know, so we started also developing the story with, possible locations in mind, you know, like we're going to, you know, use Jolene's house and um, other other crew members have offered to donate their places. And, um, uh, you know, I was we were trying to stay within within our, our agency. Um, and so we went to several other other people, you know, who are within our AMC talent family and they have donated their places and that sort of thing so one of the cool things we really did was we were very mindful about how difficult it can be to get into locations um and the coffee shop nailing that in the first that was the first place that they asked to and that's yes. that's rare that the first person says yes yeah you know? and but again the different skill sets that we all have jeline would be much you know it's much personable than me <laughs> you know I'd be like oh can we use your coffee shop that would be it. <laughs> you yeah. know? And then I just brought my laptop out and yeah. showed her everything what we yeah. have so far. Yeah. 
So uh, we do, we're, we're shooting um, like uh, in Miramar Beach. We've got a, a location in Niceville. Studio, yes. A, a couple in, in Destin. Um, I think we are shooting at somebody's house here in Pensacola. So we're, we're using from Pensacola to Miramar Beach. Originally, you know. we want to use like how the beaches because we yeah. have, yeah. Yeah. this is the best. Yeah. Yeah, I'm place to That's be. something that I'm shocked is not utilized in yes. like mainstream film. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. So um, um yeah, yeah, we and, we already had it in mind that mm -hmm. we're definitely going to want to showcase Emerald Coast. So yeah. everything about it. Yeah. Like uh, it's going to be part of it. Yeah, part. I mean in, in the we're not dub doubling the the locations as like, you know, some other city in some other state, you know, yeah. we it say it's locally. Yeah. yeah, we say it's Northwest Florida. We're here in Northwest Florida. We're doing this, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. So who, what character do you play on the I play Factor? Vanessa. And uh, Vanessa's character, she's one of those wannabes. <laughs> so she moved out to L.A. right away, tried to break into the acting business. And obviously, because it's so hard, she ended up moving back home which is Fort Walton Beach. Yeah. We actually highlighted that. Um, and try to pursue it here. But then um, she had high hopes because she is a very attractive lady and living her life out loud and really want to make this happen for her. But obviously with the challenges that the entertainment business is just not going to happen for her in LA right away. She right. She's not going to get the instant gratification. Yeah. So, yeah, so she moved away. She left her best friends in high school here to pursue her acting. I don't want to say she was unsuccessful because she did have some <laughs> gigs in L.A., but we're not oh, going to reveal that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but um, she did not make it to the big production, like Hollywood production. So yeah. um, with the financial situation the career challenges she's been having she decided to move back with her sister yeah. um and there's also the the this the, the, the family drama the family you know, drama with her sister so yeah so yeah. yeah what about some of the other characters well uh the the four leading ladies are uh vanessa Lorianne, isabel and um allison and they're played by uh, Vanessa is played by Jolene, uh, Isabel is played by Adele Palfrey, who's also a producer. Uh, Lorianne's played by Lisa Johns, and Allison's played by Michelle Rhodes. Uh, and they are they knew each other from from high school, you know. And ten years later, they're sort of coming back together. And some things are, are good, some things are bad. There's, there's history. Laurie Ann's character is very much a fish out of water. Uh, she's coming in from, she's escaping her past. And if you've worked on the beach or you've met a lot of beach people, it's funny because when I used to work in Panama City, nobody was from Panama City Beach. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's one of those places where people use, it, use this area, the beach and everything to, to start over. Or, or something like that. So she's very much a fish out of water. Um, Isabel and Allison are our best friends, but they're so they're so different. But they sort of understand each other like more than anything. Um, and uh, and then we have a great supporting cast too. 
um, and uh, let's see, Valerie. Yeah. Yeah, Valerie is played by Marianne. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to say her last name. <laughs> oh gosh, it's so long. Gallego. Uh, 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 oh, sorry, Gallego. Falachewski. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we love you. Um, <laughs> but uh, and then I play a character called his name is Raj Raj Patel, and uh, he has his own thing where he was involved with an agency in Los Angeles. But some things happen to his past, and you know when things happen, you go to the place that you you sort of call home. So, and and he's a character in himself, and it's him trying to open up this boutique agency out, you know, so remote. Uh, and you know these ladies just happen to come across a flyer that he's putting up, and they, you know, they took drama in high school and. And they're like, well, okay, well, let's let's give it a shot, see what happens, you know, out yeah, here. That's, that's where the comedy comes, yeah, because there's yeah. a lot of scam out there, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, model yeah. scout stuff, you know, yeah, talent yeah. scout, because Disney's coming to town. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's where the comedy yeah. part comes, because yeah. we're so leery, and yeah. Raj just is not, yeah. since it's a boutique, he didn't really care about his office, how it looked, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's not making any money, so he, swing, he swings a day job. Because of limited actors who are... Yeah, like... He's got several jobs where, you know, he might be a food Make delivery guy or um, he's a sign spinner. So that could be really funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And then, of course, the other characters, they have to contend with their, you know, how, how does pursuing something like this, which is so not nine to five, like there is no certainty in it. Like you can get an audition and have to be there in six hours, which actually happened to me in real life. I got an audition for Anchorman 2 and had to be there in six mm-hmm. hours from here to Atlanta. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, and I did really well on that too. But, yeah, uh, you got so, be ready. Yeah. So that's part of it. But that does not work with the nine to five kind of life, you know? Yeah. Um, with the, if you are on the clock constantly, you know, everything is planned out and everything like that and you're on a routine. So, how that affects how something so sort of uncertain and fluid influences that part of the lives. Is also a really yeah. awesome. Thing. Like I said, it can get really negative and depressing, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, we turn that around and just want to focus on making it find the funny. Yeah. You know, in those moments. Yeah. Like, oh, um, we were even going to make our own little like videos while we're driving to Atlanta, you know, and yeah. our frustrations to get there on time because once you're late, is either not going to make it. You're ready to spend all this money and all the time. And, yeah. you know, it's especially Lisa Johns, um, Lori Ann's, she's married and she left, not really left her husband, but left her hometown yeah. to pursue this. And, you know, just decisions that you make along the way. Mm-hmm. But instead of like being so negative and de- depressing, we're serious. <laughs> we want to make it funny. <laughs> yeah. Basically, <laughs> you know, make, the, making fun of the pain. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So. <laughs> So far from from what you guys have told me, I like that each character has their own little bit of like individual conflict and individual mm-hmm. story, which I, I think yeah. is a, a really good idea because I, I see so many movies where, yeah, it's good to have one character and all the other ones, they'll just kind of be there and it's more about the one character. But I, yeah. I, I like when it gives you a reason to care about everybody is yeah. basically what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's... It really is unique because I would say for each character represents a different aspect of, of pretty much everybody. You know, Vanessa is sort of the live out loud 
vivacious, kind of go after this thing, but um, can also be really hard on herself and on the people around her if she's not getting what she wants. Um, you know, Isabel is very much, uh, she likes to stick to what she knows, you know, and she's created like this, basically this world that cocoons her. And we do this too, as people, mm -hmm. you know, we are mm -hmm. in our comfort zone and don't want to break out. Um, you know, Allison, she's, she's got like temper and anger issues and, and things going on with her family and frustrations because she wants to, she wanted to pursue acting. She her character has graduated from um, an acting program. She's like she's got a degree in it, but because of family things, she had to she had to basically give that up, or felt like she had to give yeah. that up. So, and we've all been there too, where you know where we just hold these these things inside, and they fester and boil, and then they spill out in destructive ways. And then Lorianne is just like the, the lost person that we all are at times too. Yeah. Um, like, just you know, not you knowing, have to trying to find yeah relationship over the career yeah. that you know it's your calling. You know? So that those are the things yeah. that we Search as actors, identity. like true working actors, have to deal with day to day. I yeah. mean, I even had to experience that to where it's like it's this or this. Yeah, and it's it's hard to choose. And like I said, we're not going to focus on the depressing part of it. Mm -hmm. So that's why we made it fun, you know, yeah. because it can get really it can take a huge toll yeah emotionally and mentally yeah and, and that's where when you decide to take this back and that's why the community is so important and that's why in the actor factor the girls they form their community they they become even though they sometimes are butting heads <laughs> which can be quite com comical they are they become their own support system just like yeah just like we have in real life like me jolene mm -hmm. adele you know a lot of the other actors have become our own support one of the things that I did find out, too, is that since I've done a lot of work, like in Atlanta, Georgia, um, I love the people there. I've met some great people, actors, but um, to kind of take on what Niraj is saying here is that when you have that community, you kind of scratch each other's back. And those people in Atlanta who are already there physically, they get the opportunity more than we do, who's living out here, like six hours away from a larger market. Um, do I think it's fair? No, but at the same time, it's really who you know and who you're connected with. But it's funny because I even had to take this Margie Haber technique class and I was like so insecure about it because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be like acting with all Atlanta actors and shoot, we're going to be like self-taping our auditions, you know? And then um, our instructor, she's from your act studios, she had to play back all of our auditions and I don't mean to be vain, but... <laughs> I was surprised that mine turned out really good. I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, because others kind of like stood there and just had like one facial expression, you know? Yeah. And and, and that's kind of like when I had to like press the idea of the actor factory. So I'm like, Naraj, we're onto something here. I'm like, we need to showcase the actors here because we are so talented, so, so talented. Yeah. But nobody knows that unless you put it out there for people to see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia actors, they get the opportunities, they get SAG membership and things like that because they already know people who are either in the industry or who are already working in an agency to where they just probably book some stuff. Yeah. You know? Because, yeah. oh, yeah, I saw her at the sketch comedy that they did down the street. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. she's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I could yeah. be perfect for that too, but I'm all the way out here. Yeah. So, so how, how are they going to know unless they see it? I guess yeah. it's a, a elaborated, like, strategy to show our yeah. talents, but... Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm in it for the long haul, so I'm going to do whatever I can to... Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. To show them. 
<laughs> and last thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, Naraj told me earlier today that you had booked a role on a Discovery show. Yes, I booked as a crime scene tech. Um, I'm actually filming this week for that. Um, it's funny because I didn't even have to audition, which is the funnier thing about it is because I felt like I had to audition for it. So I didn't feel like it's a serious gig, <laughs> but it is like it, it still mm -hmm. hasn't. I still haven't <laughs> absorbed the idea that I did book this. Um, he had to remind me that every day. Niraj has to remind yeah. me that. But I think because I'm under this whole thing about I have to audition for a major role in order for me to count that as a major project, you know. Yeah. But then he has to remind me, well, probably because you audition so much because I've been auditioning. Like last year, I was burnt out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't book a single thing. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, yeah, sending and auditions. Yeah. And, um, she. What I believe happened is that she had done so many auditions that she was in front of the same casting directors, it is the same, same, producer, yeah. same producer or whatever, that they already knew that she was talented. And so when that role came up and they had the opportunity to direct book Jolene, who they probably loved, but weren't able to ever get her any work, they just, they just did it. So that's, where, that's one of those things where the investment you know, and the payoff, like, it, it's not a direct... It's a matter of time, I it, guess. It's not... A this and then this happens. It's like you do all this, and then so this I'm pretty thing excited. Happens. Like I said, I'm not know, as excited yet. Cool. It's <laughs> really, no, really it's cool. So, it's so awesome. But once I'm like, there, I guess that's when it will be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, because um, the production company is Crazy Legs Production. I don't know if you've heard of this, the Swamp Murders, and like, <laughs> I mean, if you, if you go on their website, yeah. you have seen their shows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. It still hasn't synced in, but it will. Yeah. I know it will. Yeah. Maybe next week. <laughs> when you're it on will set. Sink in next week after I wrap up. When, when you're on set, you're gonna be showing. <laughs> you're gonna be taking selfies of of you and your oh, trailer. Like, I can't believe I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, does the actor factor or either of you guys? Do you guys have any uh, social media that you'd like to plug? Like for the actor yeah. factor or yeah. maybe yes, yourself. We yeah, yeah, have, yeah. Um Twitter, the actor X Factor. Yeah. At the actor X Factor. At the actor X, X Factor. factor. Yeah. Um and then our Facebook page, you can just research the actor factor. We're the only one out there. Yeah. What and can then, I say we're unique. Yeah, and then we have our, our website, uh The Actor it, Factor series. Yeah, the Actor Factor series. dot com. Yep. And uh is that it? I think. And we also have a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, we, we have some of our Kickstarter videos mm -hmm. on there currently. That's where the series will, will be airing, uh, you know, after we're done shooting and yeah. all that. And it's good for them to go to our website because, like I said, we, we want to stick to local business people. So we have our local photographers who have taken our marketing photos mm -hmm. and um, as well as our soundtrack which is actually Adele Palfrey's best friend. Emily who, Goodry. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Yep. So check us out. Check us out. Is there anything else you guys would like to discuss? Uh, Geo-global politics. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on and on. Like, we really could. Yes. Like, yeah. I, on I the do. drive, like, we, we just, we, we just really, so many things are happening. You know, it's, you cannot you you cannot plan how things are gonna how, how 
how things are going to pan out. You know, yeah. we have no idea who's going to hear this um, that will will actually look up the stuff and, and really be drawn to it. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, and and we're fine with that. <laughs> you know, we're completely we fine. fine with that and just seeing how how things go and it's no expectations. It's yeah. kind of like our motto. Yeah, yeah. It's a good motto. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. If, if, if not, we're still gonna have fun. Yeah. It's still yeah. gonna be there. Yeah. Yeah. So. But. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. This was a lot of fun. Thank yeah, you. No, thank you yeah. so much for having <laughs> us. We had fun too, or at least I did. I don't know about Julian. I did. Oh. <laughs> 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 Called me out. <laughs>that's it for the show this week i would like to once again thank naraj trivetti and jaleen vicente for coming on for that fantastic interview and this week we will be having two episodes of the Derek diamond experience the next one will be on thursday april 24th as i am joined by comic book artist and former nerd cave podcast guest steve scott so look forward to that on thursday and don't forget you can follow the show on twitter at ddiamondexp. Uh, find us on Facebook at the Derek Diamond Experience. And if you want to follow me personally on Twitter, I am at Derek underscore Diamond. And you can find me on Facebook as well. And I believe that's it. See you guys on Thursday. Thursday.